Every day throws challenge after challenge at us. Sometimes we have to get up and walk it off. And this is the show to help you do just that. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in and listening to this week's episode of the Walk It Off Show with Candy and Ryan. I, of course, am Ryan and I'm here with the always wonderful and fantastic Candy. Hello. And this week we're going to talk to you guys about fear. What is it? What do you think might be fear? What are some ways we deal with it? And just how to get over it, deal with it, face it, and hopefully help you guys conquer some of your own fears. And so, Candy, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I was just looking up uh, the definition of fear. Um, So Merriam-Webster says that it's an unpleasant often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger, an instant of this emotion, a state marked by this emotion, anxious, concern, solitude, and then also a profound reverence and awe, especially towards God. So um, it's an unpleasant emotion, or tends to be, but it's something that we all face. And I think just with the way the world is right now and there's just a lot of uncertainty we are fearful of all sorts of things and just depending on where you are who you are there's a lot to be fearful of and so you know how do we deal with those emotions how do we work through those things because if we are constantly constantly living in fear and that anxiety that's caused by that fear, then we aren't able to really live out our best life. I've been posting mm-hmm. a lot of reels lately about fear and because there's just like, there's so many things. You can be constantly worried about th- something bad happening to you or your kids or your family. You could be afraid to leave the house right now. You could, there, the list goes on and on. And so there's a million verses in the Bible about fear and how to deal with fear. And right now we're going through some things where, you know, we have to face a lot of fears that we, Mm -hmm. you know, didn't realize we maybe had. Um, Fear of success, fear of failure. And as you deal with those things, you... It's just this buildup, and eventually, you know, you have to have this release where you kind of just give it to God and be like, "Look, I can't do this anymore." Um, and that's when you put your yoke upon, or God puts His yoke upon you, and you have that weight lifted off of you because mm-hmm. His burden is light, and mm-hmm. He takes your burdens off of you, and makes it so that you can carry on because you can't do it all on your own. You need family, you need friends, and you need that support from God to carry on with life. Yeah. I was reading an article in Very Well Mind, and they were talking about ways to deal with your fears. And there's, there's fears and anxieties and there's phobias and some of them are kind of similar. Some of them are different. Phobias, I know, are, I don't say an irrational fear of whatever. But, yes, their phobias happen. But we're just talking, like, 
you know, like Candy was saying, you know, fear of success, fear of, like, I was afraid when I left the the previous job I had on here, because it was over a $13,000 pay cut that I voluntarily took, well, we voluntarily took, and I was afraid, because what are we going to do? So, some of their steps are to evaluate the risks, um, and back to that same scenario, you know, we sat down, we crunched some numbers, we looked at it, decided that some of the BS things that we really didn't need, we were going to cut those and shuffle some money around. Luckily, Candy's able to pick up some extra work. Um, side work for me picked up pretty decent, so that's sort of helped out. But evaluate the risks of what your fear is. If it's, say, going on an airplane evaluate what that risk might be is it are you just afraid that you've never flown before are you afraid because you watch too many uh movies or are you afraid of all the people and what you might get nowadays i know back around 9 11 and a little bit post 9 11 there's a whole lot of fear around you know the another terrorist scenario and mm. so just evaluate the scenario and you know kind of do a pros and cons list mm-hmm. uh, so an article from nhs inform um it's a metal, medical website talks about some ways 10 ways to fight your fears um so these are just kind of your day-to-day kind of anxieties things that you're fearful of um one of the things is to take a time out we have a whole episode on on rest and relaxation mm-hmm. uh talking about you know how important it is uh, we also have one on filling your cup so making sure that you're taking that time out getting your cup filled because if you're constantly pouring out pouring out mm-hmm. pouring out you're you're never going to be able to move forward because you're just you can't give anymore mm-hmm. uh Number two is breathe through panic. If you start to feel your heartbeat, um, sweaty palms, mom's spaghetti, <laughs> um, you need to breathe. Te- slow, deep breaths. We talked about that in our uh, last episode on mindfulness. And that's just a really great way of coping with panic. It, mm-hmm. it Physiologically, it slows down your brain and controls those hormones with that fight or flight um, and can make it make it a lot easier for you. Mm-hmm. I uh, was it uh, box breathing relieves a technique, and there's different numbers on how to do it. You know, inhale for five seconds, pause for five, and then exhale for five. Or there's you know, and then there's this whole cycle. There's different lengths of times, but doing that really has been awesome for me. Or even just. A really big, big, deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth mm-hmm. just to help chill, chill out and relax. Well, your, your response to something that like makes you angry is to kind of hold your breath. And so that just kind of shuts down your brain from functioning properly. Mm-hmm. So if you take those, I've talked about it on here, those two slow, deep breaths that kind of piss people off because they're wanting you to answer them, but you can't yet. You have to, it's important when you have something happen, you know, something that kind of elicits that fight or flight um, response, 
taking it that those slow deep breaths helps kind of chill you out like ryan said to be able to respond mm-hmm. appropriately whereas if you just jump right into something you might say something you didn't mean or do something you didn't mean to do mm-hmm. well and also with that holding your breath elevates your heart rate and also deprives your brain of oxygen and when you're in you know a difficult situation you're going to need to think so your brain's going to need the oxygen you're going to need to breathe to try to slow your heart rate down mm-hmm Sometimes that's really hard because you're really super pissed, but you got to. Mm-hmm. Um, number three is face your fears. So avoiding your fears just makes it scarier. So think of that, you know, really big project or really big mm-hmm. thing you had to do, whatever it was. And it's just starting it and getting through it. That is what eases your anxiety. The anxiety buildup to that really scary email you have to send or that really annoying project you have to do or whatever, or getting up and working out, you lay in bed dreading it. If you just get up and do it, then it's done. Then that Mm anxiety has gone. You cured yourself. So easing up on that anticipation by just, and not good anticipation, but the anxiety type of anticipation where you like have that knot in your chest and you're just like oh god i don't want to do this facing your fears facing that anxiety that's going to help you take action and it's going to ease that um that knot in your in your chest mm-hmm. um imagining the worst um this is a technique like you can use when you're not sure what what to do like what's the worst thing that can happen and then you can also go, what's the best thing that can happen mm-hmm. in that same instance? So, you know, trying to think, okay, what's what's the worst scenario here? Okay, the plane crashes or whatever. But the best scenario is you get there faster, you're good, everything's mm-hmm. fine. And, I mean, plane crash obviously is pretty bad. But in something where you're like, I don't want to get this report done or I don't want to work out... You know, what's the worst thing that can happen? Most of the time with the things that we stress about, really the worst thing's not that bad. Mm-hmm. You'll handle it if something bad happens. You fail your test. Okay, you move on. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> uh, number five is look for evidence. Um, sometimes it helps to challenge your fearful thoughts. So this is, we've talked about this a little bit from uh, Magic of Thinking Big, where you have that mm-hmm. teller, the bank teller, mm-hmm. and you go to that bank teller and you ask him for all of the things where, the, all the times that you effed up, where you're like, just totally biffed whatever you were trying to do. He's going to give you all those things it, right away. Like, oh yeah, remember that time you were trying to learn to ride your bike and you kept falling down mm-hmm. and scraped your knee and, you know, you sucked at life and all the kids laughed at you and you could spiral, spiral, spiral mm-hmm. based on all that bad stuff. But on the same coin, you can go to that teller and say, tell me about all the times I've succeeded. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working through some stuff and uh, I had a very dear friend asked me like when is another time where you felt a hundred percent sure about something and you know then I got to thinking about the assurance that I've had and how God has spoken to me in the past on big decisions that I had to make when maybe I didn't realize it 
So having that assurance of, you know, you got it. This is the evidence that you can do the things you need to do because you've done some pretty awesome things in the past. Mm -hmm. Well, and that can also be like uh, David Goggins refers to as like the cookie jar. Mm -hmm. When he's going through some of his really like shitty moments in like an ultra race or something, he reaches back into that cookie jar for, oh yeah, I did this that one time. Yeah, I forgot about the cookie jar. And he goes back into that and um, my coach, Jeremy Mullins, he talks about the cookie jar. And he uses it in a little bit different scenario. But, you know, similar idea. He's not, you know, coaching a lot of people running ultra races or, you know, out there dishing out stuff from the cookie jar while he's running. Mm-hmm. But, at and, you know, an office type environment with his coworkers, the staff that work under him. You know, they're having problems. Like, all right, let's reach into the cookie jar. And then... It's mm-hmm. a cookie jar. <laughs> I like cookies. I like cookies. But huh? cookies sound way cooler than a bank teller anyways. Yeah. But, you know, The Magic of Thinking Big, while it is an, an amazing and fantastic book, it is written. You can tell when it's written because he's talking about, like, caring about how what kind of cigarettes people smoke and the way they smoke cigarettes. And, <laughs> like, yeah, we, we, we don't do that nowadays. <laughs> yeah. You're get, or, using your douche mm-hmm. flute. <laughs> yeah. Your <laughs> strawberry cheesecake pomegranate vape pens or whatever the fuck it is now <laughs> or i see some of the kids around campus it looks like they're carrying around a shoe box <laughs> it's true <laughs> things are huge oh gosh we're sold yeah. uh number six is try not to be perfect life is full of stress you're n- you're gonna have bad days you're gonna have setbacks you're gonna you're just gonna fuck it up you are and the thing is, is to get back up again and try again. Do something. Maybe you need to pivot. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to rethink things. Yep. But failing is is different than stopping. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're going to fail and you can learn from failing. But if you quit, you don't learn anything. You're done. That's the mm-hmm. end of it. Yeah, the, you'll have those you know slips, trips, and falls minimize the rebound and get back up while you're climbing that mountain towards whatever fear you might be chasing chasing facing (laughs) chase Uh, it in the face yeah uh number seven is visualize a happy place so just that's that mindfulness that visualization Mm. um visualize a, a good way to a good tool is to visualize what it's what your life's going to be like on the other side of this fear so you know what do you want to be after this is over what are you going to look like what are you going to feel like uh you know you could even go as deep as what kind of house are you going to live in what kind of car are you going to drive what kind of person what kind of friends are you going to have that kind of thing can help propel you into that life that better life that you're looking for so your happy place could be a childhood memory it could be you know a beautiful beach that you've gone to things like that Mm -hmm. but i think visualizing something in the future is a really really big tool uh next one is number eight talk about it friends families i can't stress that enough you can't internalize everything you have to get it out. You mm-hmm. have to, to just, sometimes you just have to dump it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if you just try to internalize every single thing, you're going to end up with, you know, 
like all the red strings around your apartment and trying to connect <laughs> all the dots. And you're like, all right, here's how it works, man. And you, yeah, it's not a good place to be. Well, and you just burying yourself mm-hmm. in, you know, whatever your vice is, TV, alcohol, smoking, binge eating, whatever, your Pop-Tarts, um, you bury yourself in those things to make you feel better when really just getting out, maybe talking to a close friend, making some close friends. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff is difficult to start with. Or maybe you need to talk to a counselor somewhere, start where you, you know, you're paying someone to listen to you mm-hmm. and then you can maybe get, you know, work up to other things. But really talking through those those scenarios, those whatever your issues are, can really, really help you just mm-hmm. kind of process things. Yeah. Uh, number nine is go back to the basics. Um, like I said, a lot of people turn to alcohol, drugs to self-treat. You're self-medicating. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing simple things like getting a good night's sleep, eating healthy, a walk, walk it off. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a whole series on um, Instagram about Uh, what walk it off means to me and you know i think walk it off is really putting those fears aside for a moment just so that you can be mindful and process it Mm -hmm. because you can sit there and dwell on those fears and anxieties and whatever's going on in your life but walking it off is getting out of that getting outside of yourself Mm -hmm. getting out of your own way and getting out there you know, rub some dirt in it, you know, like like you used to do when you fell down when you were a kid. You didn't just lay there. You got back mm-hmm. up and you probably fell again mm-hmm. and you fell again and you fell again until you're like, oh, if I stop doing this thing, you know, skidding on gravel or whatever in my bike, I won't fall down as mm-hmm. much. So you, you learn from that falling yeah. and then you can overcome things mm-hmm. a lot better. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of our... Uh episode uh, flat tires where mm-hmm. you know they're not for those of you who haven't heard it go back and listen to it it's a good one. it's a really good episode but the analogy is that you know you're cruising down the highway and you get a flat tire you're not going to get out and slash the other three tires that you have and like but fuck it i'm done set the car on fire and walk away you're going to fix that one tire and you're going to get back on the road and then you're going to go about your business mm-hmm Um, And then number 10 is uh, reward yourself. So, you know, treat yourself like you you treat your best friend. You know, you you do something nice for yourself sometimes. And that could be simple. You know, stop and get a cup of tea. Make yourself a cup of tea. Um, It doesn't have to be like massages or, you know, extravagant Mm -hmm. vacations. I mean, all of that is great. But it doesn't have to be that. Mm -hmm. So... What kind of started all this out was talking about um, in the Bible where Jesus, the um, someone comes to him, and I won't get too technical into it, but he comes to him and he wants him to heal his uh, servant, and they Jesus missed it. It was too late. Or no, daughter went to heal his daughter, mm-hmm. and it, Jesus missed it. It was too late. She had died, and. Um, Jesus is like, fear not, believe only. And we were talking about this in one of the meetings I was in last week. And 
fear not, believe only. If that's how you live your life, where you're not fearing things, you're not stressing about those things, you're just believing it's going to get better. It's going to be okay. And keep telling yourself that your brain's going to figure out a way to fix those things. Whereas if you're just dwelling on that fear and that anxiety and the stress of life, you're not ever going to be able to be the person you want to be in this world Mm -hmm. because it's going to be too late. And so being able to fear not, believe only, you, you're, whatever it is you're believing in. I mean, this was obviously talking about believing in God, believing in Jesus and having faith. But even if you're just believing in yourself and the ability to overcome tough things because you, you have in the past. Mm-hmm. All of us have. We were born, if nothing yep. else. Getting out of that vagina <laughs> was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. We don't remember it, but we survived it. And look at all the other things that you've survived in your life. You wouldn't have been able to do that if you weren't a strong, amazing person. Mm -hmm. And you are put here on this earth in this time. I mean, what are the odds of you being born right now at this time doing what you're doing right now? Mm -hmm. It, it, It was on purpose. You're here for a purpose and you're here for a purpose in this time right now. Even though there's a lot of scary stuff, there's a lot of things that, you know, aren't the way maybe you want them to be, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing that <clears throat> how you are here right now, the fact that your hair is the color, is the eyes, your eyes are the color that they are. What makes you you that's here right now in this place is a bajillion to one type of odds i don't know the exact math numbers but it's a pretty astronomical feat that god had planned for you and like i said that last episode he took nine months to make you awesome in the way you are Mm -hmm. um and uh, in our uh verse of the day today i think a good one is there's a million, like I said, on fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but Matthew ten thirty one, fear not, therefore you are of more value than many sparrows. So, you know, think of all the sparrows and God cares about you more than all of them and that he takes care of all of them. They have food, they mm-hmm. know what to do, they pop out of the nest and go, you know, eat some bugs and stuff. Do bird things. Do bird things. They Shit on around. stuff. Yeah, they fly around, they poop on your truck. If your truck sits too long, they try to build a nest. <laughs> if you have chicken food, they try to eat that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sparrows are sparrows are a nuisance for me. All right, one more. Timothy, Second Timothy 1.7. For God gave us a spirit of, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. Mm. I think we've kind of used that one before, but... Live confidently, live in the assurance that you, no matter what you believe, you believe in God, the Bible, whatever, but believe that you are here for a purpose in this time. And if you, if that's all you can believe right now, God will use that. I believe that God will use that. And you will do great things in the world because you're not just sitting around worried all the time. Turn off the news, go for a walk. Mm. That's 
your action item for this week. Yeah. Just turn it off and just walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Take a little break. The world keeps turning, I promise, if you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And just giving yourself a, a, a leave from the things that you can't control anyways can be such an ease for mm-hmm. your mental health and all the things that are important in this world. So thank you for listening to the Walk It Off show. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share with your friends. We are open to feedback and you can reach us at thewalkitoffshow at gmail.com and on Instagram at thewalkitoffshow. Walk it off, shake it off, rub some dirt in it, whatever you've got to do to overcome the challenges every day. Hope you all have a wonderful week.